People of the world, welcome back to Send It Rising. Main story of the day, Twitter is saying that it's trying to fully restore service in Russia. Twitter's service continues to be partially accessible in Russia, according to TechCrunch.com, although Twitter confirmed that it's aware of reports of users in the country having increased difficulty. Quote, we're aware of reports that people are increasingly having difficulty accessing Twitter in Russia. We're investigating and working to fully restore access to our service goes to show, and I'm a pretty harsh critic of Twitter, that these social media behemoths have massive influence when it comes to the ability for individuals to have some sort of agency in war times, which is to say, if you have access to Twitter, there's a number of things that you can do. You can speak out against the government, you can organize, you can send useful information to various people. Having access to Twitter is something that is incredibly important for uh, civilians in wartime. The article continues, on Friday, reports suggested Twitter's service had been blocked by Russia's communications regulator as Putin's regime continues to clamp down on the free flow of information. This is obviously uh, something that uh, Russia is known for and is not at all surprising. Um, also Friday, Russia's parliament passed a draconian new law, according to TechCrunch.com, targeting independent journalists with the threat of up to 15 years in jail for reporting fake information about the military. And so in this wartime in 2022, where we all have these weapons, I call them weapons, um, mobile devices, cell phones, call them what you will, in our pockets, we have the ability to capture information that can be useful, not only in real time, but also after the fact to make sense of what transpired. I think in all previous conflicts, um, we did not have this amount of data being collected. Um, it's going to put us into a completely new era. And I am being optimistic about it because I think it, it's going to make dictators second guess their decisions because the the outright lies that were easy to tell in a world where everyone didn't have a camera are much more difficult to get away with. You can still tell those lies and they still will lie about those things, but it will be so glaringly obvious that they are lying because of the video evidence. We saw this all the time and we continue to see this all the time in the judicial system where it's a he said, he said, she said, but video evidence clearly demonstrates the actual reality. So we're going to see how this unfolds. Again, I'm optimistic about less lives lost, more accountability as not the state itself is constantly monitoring us, but we are monitoring monitoring the state. Moving on to marketing, new study looks at how static ads perform against video ads in Pinterest. I found this very interesting because the static ad outperformed the video ad. Number of outbound clicks, this is based on a small study, $2,000, uh, but the static ad got 498 outbound clicks, whereas the video ad got only 179 uh, conversions were higher for the static ad at three versus two. Uh, Click-through rate was about the same. Cost per click, about the same. Um, but interesting that a static ad would uh, result in more conversions. That being said, the number of video views was 253,300. And you could make a branding argument saying, okay, look, yeah, the static ad may not get people's attention as much. It may not convert as well, um, this video ad, but it definitely got in front of more people. But interesting, static ads are simple effect, but effective is the takeaway, at least when it comes to this particular small sample size. 
Google removed over 31,000 Chinese YouTube channels for coordinated influence operations in the last seven months. This one from socialmediatoday.com. Google has published its latest bulletin report, which provides an overview of all the coordinated influence operations that its team detected and shut down across its apps in Q1 of 2022. The article continues. YouTube shut down a number of efforts to criticize Sudanese President Omar al-Bashir, an AdSense account linked to influence operations in Turkey, uh, YouTube channels, and a number of uh, ad accounts. Quote, we terminated 4,361 YouTube channels as part of our ongoing investigation into coordinated influence operations linked to China. These channels mostly upload spammy content in Chinese about music, entertainment, and lifestyle. A very small subset uploaded content in Chinese and English about China and U.S. foreign affairs. This just goes to show that it's easy for me to stand here and criticize YouTube, criticize Facebook about what they allow and don't allow on their platforms. It's obviously very difficult. And if I'm working at one of these uh, places, I can see myself going, do you have any idea outsiders just how difficult it is to moderate the absolute tsunami, um, relentless ongoing tsunami um, of uh, garbage that people put up on the platforms? According to the article, uh, 5,460 YouTube channels in December got shut down, 15,368 Chinese YouTube channels in November, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we're talking about influence operations um, and attempts to manipulate search engines and spread false information. So that is a tricky job. TikTok confirming 10-minute videos. This is a big deal. I did a TikTok on it today, tiktok.com forward slash send it rising if you want to check out some of the content that I put up there. Barefoot longboarding, delivering social media news. TikTok is allowing 10-minute video. The reason they are doing this is because YouTube makes a ton of money. They are the gold standard in regards to ad revenue. The longer the video, the more interstitial ads you can add, the more pre-roll, the more money you make. You can sell things like YouTube Premium. I personally use that because my kids are always, and I do mean always, on YouTube. Um, which is to say 10-minute videos are a way for TikTok to step into that world. Will they go by way of Vine where they can't monetize and they can't make enough money and they shut down eventually because it's not enough? Or will TikTokers allow for this 10-minute 10 um, 10 upload time to become part of the TikTok culture? According to TikTok, quote, we are always thinking about new ways to bring value to our community and enrich the TikTok experience. Last year, we introduced longer videos, giving our community more time to create and be entertained. Today, we're excited to roll out the ability to upload videos that are 10 minutes, which we hope will unleash even more creative possibilities, which is a wonderful way of saying we would like more money, okay? Uh, we would like to put ads in the middle of this content. We want to increase time on site. We're gonna be measuring every possible thing and we're gonna to try to maximize our dollar amount, which is what companies do. TikTok's time limit per clip was 15 seconds. Uh, it got extended to 60 seconds, then three minutes. This is sort of the natural extension of um, the uh, evolution. Now, creators have complained um, according to the article, the potential for making real money from your uploads is far greater on YouTube, which brought in $28.8 billion in ad revenue last year. TikTok uh, has its $500 million creator fund as well as tipping and donations. But a lot of folks, um, including Hank Green, one of the uh, influencers on TikTok, have criticized uh, showing how fundamentally flawed and how eventually uh, they believe there will be a creator revolt on TikTok. But we shall see. As it stands today, it's growing incredibly quickly. Moving along, Supreme Court Thomas 
calls for a new look at giving Facebook broad immunity. Thomas said the interpretation of protections for social media sites like Facebook over the content of their users is too broad. So the Supreme Court should take another look, according to NBCNews.com, at whether federal law grants social media sites like Facebook broad legal immunity when they're used to commit crimes. Wow. So we're talking about um, a 15-year-old um, sex trafficker case. All of these cases are obviously heart-wrenching and, and terrible. Um, that being said, we're talking about Facebook's liability when it comes to this. Um, Human trafficking using Facebook is Facebook liable. This reminds me of the George Defteros case that we covered on the show where we realized that uh, you know Google in Australia was sued. They were held liable for defamation because they allowed the content to be on their platform. Should that precedent hold true here in the United States, uh, we would have um, an investigation into Facebook's liability. Um, so basically there was a sex trafficking case. She was rescued by law enforcement. She sued Facebook. But the Texas Supreme Court said a provision of federal law known as Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act gives social media sites and other internet providers immunity from lawsuits that arise from something posted by a user. It's really that simple. Um, this is a huge, huge, huge law, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Um, if it stands, you know, then we then protect, then Facebook is simply protected. It is what it is. You know, should it fall, they are open to lawsuits. We'll see how the courts and public sentiment change as time rolls on twitter bans over 100 accounts that pushed quote i stand with putin this is nbc news again um twitter banning all sorts of accounts but they're doing it for coordinated authentic inauthentic behavior whatever that means twitter has banned more than 100 accounts according to the article that pushed the pro-russian hashtag i stand with putin for participating in coordinated inauthentic behavior. What the heck does that even mean? A Twitter spokesperson said on Friday that it is still investigating the origins and links between the accounts and that it banned them for violating the platform manipulation and spam policy. You see, all of these folks in power will get rid of things that they don't like. They'll just find a way to do it. I mean, a good example of this. And mind you, I am obviously not for the people that are writing I Stand with Putin um, on, their, on their Twitter accounts. What I'm saying is, in positions of authority, the author authoritarians, uh, the police officers, the judges, the whomever, will will find something that the person did the, did wrong, and they'll use that to get the intended outcome of what they wanted. Whereas if they agreed with that person, they wouldn't be fighting them. This is what this uh, uh, reminds me of. The accounts with the most retweets about the hashtag on Wednesday only had a few dozen followers and used stock photos as profile pictures, which is pretty spammy, clearly. This led to uh, disinformation researchers to question how the tweets went viral. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, the article continues, it's an indictment that Russia's once feared fire hose of falsehood has been both neutralized and drowned in recent weeks, particularly as Western media and social platforms have sprung into action. I mean, to what extent do we know that these things are being shut down? It's interesting. Um, from our perspective, we're not inside Facebook. We're not inside Twitter. We don't realize um, just how much false content is being spewed. But according to this article, they've got a good handle on it. Is that true? Is that not true? Time will tell. So... Twitter says it's trying to fully restore service in Russia. We'll see if they can do that. Um, static ads on Pinterest are effective, um, at times more effective than video ads, so don't rule them out. Google's removed over 31,000 Chinese YouTube channels for coordinated influence operations in the last seven months, and they will continue to do those sorts of actions. Uh, let's 
make those sorts of choices. TikTok confirms that 10 minute video uploads are coming to all users. They're trying to make money just like YouTube. They love long form content. That's where the money's at. Will it work? Time will tell. Supreme Court Justice looking to give Facebook broad immunity. Oof, this is gonna be a big fight that will last years and years and years. Um, I think there are some cracks in the foundation, but again, time will tell. And finally, Twitter bans over 100 accounts that pushed I stand with Putin. They do it through this sort of spam idea. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for swinging by the show. If you wanna to listen to us on iTunes and Spotify, there we are. If you've never seen my face, youtube.com forward slash send it rising, you can watch a video version of the show. If you're more of a podcaster than just type in send it rising. So you gotta remember, if you wanna check us out on TikTok, there we are, tiktok.com forward slash send it rising. If you joined us because you saw us on TikTok, thank you for making the leap on over to YouTube or the podcast. I much appreciate it. That's the show for today. We will see you all next time. Bye for now.